Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of Yeah, Manchester. We are on episode three. I cannot believe we are still going with this. This is I amazing. Have you best bits and lot and everything, and it's all going on and all sorts. Oh, do you know you can only catch it in one place? It is, of course, Your Manchester. Manchester. The best bits. We're all about positive stories on your Manchester and things that have been created from lockdown. Joining us now, we have one tasty lady who creates these amazing cakes. It's Georgia. And where's she from? Oh, she's from Lockdown Bakery. And oh man, me loves the cake. Well, I, um, I've always loved baking from when I've been little. And it's always just something I've turned to to relax and just calm myself down and when we went into lockdown um i was baking for my family and they actually said to me you should turn this into a business like i don't understand why you're not doing it as a business so after a few weeks we decided to set it up and um start selling it just locally and then just kind of spread from there you must have the patience of a saint because if I were to cook or bake anything, it would not be going anywhere other than into my belly. <laughs> well, that is kind of a bit of an issue at the moment, I can't lie. It's, that's the hardest bit, trying not to eat everything. You've done lots of different things. We've just seen a couple of them there. So you do kind of the, the, the big birthday cakes, you do uh, cupcakes, treat boxes. Uh, tell us about some more creations that you maybe have on the list because you're trying new things all the time, aren't you? Yeah, at the moment I'm trying a lot of vegan recipes because there's been quite a high demand for vegan things. Um, I'm doing vegan treat boxes, vegan birthday cakes, um, gluten-free, dairy-free, just trying loads of loads of different things really. Uh, what's the response been like from people that have got your cakes? Um, the response has been incredible. It was actually, I didn't expect it to be as big as it was, but... Um, People have just been so supportive and uh, someone posted it. We have like um, a Facebook group for our uh, neighbourhood and someone posted it on there and then that's kind of how it spread. People in the neighbourhood started hearing and everyone's just been so nice and supportive. Any plans to go on the, the Great British Bake Off then maybe in the future? It is something that a few people have mentioned to me. I don't know how I'd perform under that pressure, to be honest, but I, I consider it. Uh, where can we kind of get hold of you? If anybody's watching this goes, oh, I want my bit of cake. Um, yeah, where can we find you? I'm on Instagram at Little Lockdown Bakery and I have, uh, I'm on Little Lockdown Bakery on Facebook as well. Well, there is legends and there is faces of legends and there is those that just have too many faces for the legends that they're being the faces of. And that is this lady, Miss Alexis Stone. Do you know what? I'm so used to looking at people's faces with my work or whether it's my own face diving into cosmetic procedures, but I've always sort of studied the spaces in between people's features. And I remember saying to my flatmate one night years ago, I'm pretty sure I can do that with makeup. And alas, I did it. And then overnight, it really just sort of skyrocketed into what it is today. Wow. But I mean, it really is uncanny, some of these looks. I mean, for me, the, the most iconic one I thought, you can't get any more iconic than the Queen. The yeah. Queen one was well, just got the incredible. Teeth and everything in place for that. Which is How funny. I transformed into the Queen today. Did you? Yeah, I had to do, we had the Daily Mail over today, so we had to do a few transformations for them. <gasps> wow. Because this is, we should just explain for those random few people that don't know Alexis, that this isn't just like some hobby that you're continuing in your back bedroom. You're really very, very uh, renowned and famous since you've been doing this, haven't you? Yeah, it's been a, a 
two years. I think the moment I sort of got interaction from the celebrities I transformed into, that's really where it changed everything. Because a lot like school, when you're sort of picked up by the popular kids, you get a lot of validation from everyone else. So the moment I was sort of recognised from people like Kim Kardashian and Lady Gaga and Glenn Close, it was really just sort of the affirmation of, okay, these are really so convincing that they're convincing and captivating of the people who I'm actually dating myself. And what was that like for you, having them reach out to you and and love the work that you've done? Do you know what? Been, wow. I get, I, I get asked that a lot. And whilst I don't do it for that purpose, of course it's rewarding knowing that some of the people that I grew up idolising as a child, A, know who I am, which is just the truly mind-blowing and just like forever humbling experience but it really just sort of it's like ecstasy it really continues to push that momentum to do more and to see the response that uh, you get from other people so how do you go about picking who you're going to be transforming into whichever brand pays me the most money i love it <laughs> let's have a look at some of these faces <laughs> that you have transformed into let's look at these so we've got obviously there at the very top we've got let's work from that way macaulay culkin yeah, uh, Mariah Carey, me in the morning. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have. It's just look at them. They eh? are Who is your favorite? What's been your favorite creation to do, Alexis? My personal favorite is Goldie Horn, but that's because I grew up watching so many incredible movies with her. But do you know what? It's kind of scary and somewhat crippling on my self esteem. The easiest ones to do are the sort of Donatella, the elderly plastic surgery. Because all I have to do is put a bit of foundation and a wig on, and for some reason I seem to resemble them. But um, for the What's most part, you've done share. I've done share, and that's the one that Kim Kardashian reached out to me about actually, because she then went on to transform into share herself for Halloween. So that was really the trans. The share transformation is what really sort of changed my life. And is there any particular one that you've not done yet that you would like to, to try doing? I say no, but I'm always watching movies and I always say I've, I must do that. So I think now that I've done 200 of them, I've done everyone that I've wanted to. And now it's sort of not scraping the bottom of the barrel, but I've just it's, it's a really a case of me harnessing in and focusing on who I need to do. Do you know what would really get me is like I take my makeup off at night, you know, obviously, and and then you think, oh, I've I've spent about half an hour putting my face on. If you've put so many hours into doing your face yeah. and your creation, it's like ruining your artwork every time. Is that not disheartening? Yeah, it takes me whilst it hours. It only takes me about forty-five minutes to do them. But it is crippling because I only wear makeup. I'll just stop you there, Alexis. Say that again. It takes 45 minutes to transform into these faces. Uh -huh. Some of them are shorter, but never, never longer than that. 45 minutes. Yeah, Belinda takes 45 minutes to transform herself, Alexis. <laughs> There's a lot less to work with. <laughs> There's a lot of a trowel going on there, Alexis. Thank <laughs> you so long. I've had so much plastic surgery, I can just, again, I can sort of skip corners. I was going to ask, have you, have you used prosthetics at all? Or is I it use, all natural shading? I use prosthetics for my drag work. And then I also, I use things like dentures and custom contact lenses, custom wigs. Because that's really the detail with my work. Sort of 
anyone could transform into Angelina Jolie with a blonde wig, but Angelina Jolie doesn't look like Angelina with a blonde wig. So you have to make sure you've got the hairline and everything else in place for it to really convey that character. Wow. I mean, you said that you've done 200 creations. What must be the next step for you then? Is there another way that you want to push yourself with this? Have you got any ideas of how it progresses? I still get asked. The thing is, once a year, they always go viral, whether it's in some context or another. So it's a constant sort of renewal of energy and focus. I'm forcing me to focus on them. But I think now, not that I'm coming to an end of it, but I would love to give back the audience that have followed it for years, whether it's more of an educational platform. I think I'm going to introduce some books, um, a coffee table book featuring all of the transformations for people that really love makeup. So um, there are different avenues I can go in. I, I obviously enjoy acting. It's a huge part of my work and convincing people otherwise. So if I can do these comedy skits, which I've been doing recently as these, trans as these celebrity transformations, I think it revives my energy for them. Because you do take on the entire character once you've got the face on, don't you? It's not like you're just wearing the face, look at me, I've done it now and off I go. You're literally yeah. doing videos and taking on these entire characters. Yeah, my friends hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a, a programme, it was a BBC Three programme, and I think it's called, is it Glow or? Glow, glow Up. Glow, no, glow Up, Glow Up. Yeah. Have you ever been approached for that? Because I think, you know, you would be ideal to set them a challenge. I, mean, yeah, I was actually the last episode, on the last season to be a guest judge. They reached out to a few artists who we all know each other. They had a phone call with me and they just discussed possibilities. And I think they ended up going uh, with someone else that had already been previously working with the BBC. But I do get asked a lot to do TV shows and it's just really finding which one I want to because I'm kind of in a position now where I don't have to jump through the hoop as much. So I can really sort of navigate my way to, to what interests me. And um, there are lots of TV potentials. If they were to ever revive Stars in Your Eyes, I would love to be involved in the making of that. Wow, that would be an incredible creation that I think. Oh, where, where did it all begin for you though? Drag started for me when I was a gay boy, age 16, dressing up in mum's clothes. And over the years, it sort of refined a little bit more and more. And I was always focused more on the visual element of drag. And whilst I love a good old standard Liza Minnelli drag performance, which is for me what true drag is, I get very bored seeing beautiful drag queens all the time. So I try and sort of pull it back and sort of remind myself of where the grounds of drag came from. Um, but because my work is so visual based and social media and digital, I really just managed to sort of focus my time on that. So it started when I was 16 and really Alexa Stone, where she is now, has really only been over the last sort of four years with the makeup collaborations and the deals and um, all the future projects that I'm, I'm working on. Oh, wow. Well, I absolutely love it. We love seeing what you create. I definitely think there is a TV show in there. Definitely. And I, I can't wait to see which one you choose. So, uh, so yeah, we will keep watching. Yeah. Uh, if any of our viewers though want to find more of your work, tell us where they can find you. They can find me on Instagram, which is the Alexis Stone, and that is yep. the social media platforms. Well, next up is a friend of your Manchester and a very empowering lady. Please welcome Carol Ann Whitehead and her latest award. It's a rising star. We are the champions. We are the champions. We are the city. It was started uh, five years ago by entrepreneur Vanessa Valley, 
um, and they they basically look and and raise a lot of women up. Um, that are doing fantastic things in their sector. So it could be pharmaceutical, it could be healthcare, it could be um, marketing. You know, it's all the different sectors. And um, she's been doing some work in India as well. So it's the UK and India. So they'd get, let's say, I don't know, 500 women from the UK and about 100 from India. And they'd be putting them in the mix and she'd get 30 key organisations to judge their application, people nominate them and judge their application. And this is a, I'd say it was a national award, but like I say, India's involved as well. And that, I think that's lovely that they are. Um, and uh, so I wasn't in any category because I'm not one you can put in a box. <laughs> um, and, and there's a category called champion of champions. And it's because, you know, you, you raise and you empower other women and you support other women and you raise them up and that that's exactly what this was for. And I just thought it was really nice. And the awards ceremony um, was last week and I had so much fun. Um, but before, before, just before the awards ceremony, we had a celebration box that arrived um, sponsored by Royal Bank of Canada and the University of Oxford. And, um, and I got this, I got some lovely things like, like this chat, you can't smell it, but I'm doing that as if you can. Oh, it smells gorgeous, Carol. It's nice, isn't it? Because mm. I, like I don't want to light it. I just want to put it under my ears. And uh, so got a candle, got lots of other bits and pieces, got a lovely bottle of organic Prosecco. Can't show you that in my tummy. What's uh, organic Prosecco? Oh, it's, it's good. It doesn't give you a headache afterwards, does it, Carol? You might as well not drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, talking I about comment. And, your, oh, and the lovely box you got. Was it a virtual award ceremony? I'm thinking, or at this yeah. stage, yeah? yeah, yeah, it was a virtual award ceremony, and um, and so they did it. So, like we're talking like this. So, I, I was like spokesperson for the category, which was really nice. So, I got to make an impromptu speech, but oh. I'm just going to say that. Um, my my award so it started at about quarter to six and my award came up at i don't know half past eight. Oh, and well, you had a few sherbets by then this time had come and gone <laughs> brilliant oh i wish i'd have seen your your speech i bet it was wonderful um did it did it take the shine off I and mean, i have to ask because you know we had the baftas this week and all that was like virtual and everything was the virtual ceremony a bit of a letdown because you'd have loved to have been there especially winning the award yeah because because i'm a people person and I, I like to i like to schmooze and i like to sort of network and this was a special one because it would have been the roof on the roof of the, i think of the royal bank of canada building and then we'd have a weekend at the University of Oxford as well. You know, there were all that nice little, little cute little perks that go with it. So with this one, it was such a shame, but they did the award ceremony really nice. I was really lucky because I had, um, so one of my contacts, Claire Marie, from Northern Ireland, but she lives in Cholton, but she's from Northern Ireland. And she was over there playing golf with her mum. Uh, and uh, I, had, so I think I had quite a few of the um, cushioned all, golf ladies golfing club supporting me i had lots of i had basically cheerleaders which was cool that's that, well 
I mean, you cheerlead uh, women anyway, because the last time you were on, it was International Women's Day, and we were talking about kind of the, the, the brilliant things that you were putting on to do with Emmeline Pankhurst, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and what's evolved, and that was, do you know, that's bizarre, because that's the last, oh, where have you gone? There you are. That's me. That was the last big event that I'd done. Uh, it was it was a, a huge a huge event, sort of almost three thousand turned up, and then at the festival with the music festival, about five hundred there watching the um, the event, and from that I've been involved again. It's a, a Emmeline Pankhurst link um, yeah. with the Queen Bee coaching. So I'm support I'm, I'm supporting them from the wings. They're they're. It's, so it's a mentoring of women of all backgrounds to support them and raise them up and give them confidence to move on. And now more than ever, with the coronavirus and the pandemic, furlough, not furlough, whatever the case may be, women need this more than ever because, you know, they're doing so much. And then... Um, you, you, you the next few months when you come back on the show about some of your lovely events um, well, some more events that we're all getting involved in really yeah so um, I'm dragging you I'm dragging you kicking and screaming Belinda onto my um, uh, so I collaborate with Lloyd's Bank and every quarter I do Women Like Us and um, I, I did the first virtual one in June so I did one in March and then I did the virtual one in June which was really great and we had um we had the virtual fizz time, so that's quite good. And uh, we just talk about your journey and everything. So you are going to be on my panel in September for Women Like Us. I am indeed virtual. That is going to be virtual, one yeah. hell of a fantastic panel. So please do come on and join us again, Caroline Whitehead, because we absolutely love you. Keep fixing those crowns because you're doing Can, can I leave you with a quote? Yes, go on. Do. All right. So please... Be the woman to fix each other's crowns without telling the world that it was crooked in the first place. Well, what a fantastic episode that was. I'm going off to do some makeup now. I am too. I'm going to learn how to do it. If I paint my face like yours, though, will you be shocked? <laughs> It'll look fabulous. Right, you know what to do if you've liked this podcast. Like it, share, view, review and everything and all sorts. Subscribe, oh. give it some stars. Come on, you know you want to. Well, it's a five-star show anyway, though, isn't it? See you in episode four. Indeed. Thanks for watching this week's episode of... Your Manchester, the best piece. Ooh.